It's time for the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show, presented by Embassy Suites. This broadcast is also brought to you by AC Delco Bumper to Bumper, Arkansas's best Chevy dealers, Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, Dillard's, Pepsi, Stevens, and Simmons Bank. Welcome to the Little Rock Coaches Show, Embassy Suites Little Rock, and uh, a nice crowd on hand. We welcome Joe Foley, the head coach of your Little Rock women's basketball team, to the table. Daryl Walker will be here at the bottom of the hour, and Coach, uh, a nice three wins since uh, you were last on the Coaches Show last Monday. The reason we moved it to Tuesday night is because we had a game last night, but let's first go back and look at the game against Philander Smith College, a team that came in and they gave you everything you wanted and then some. Well, you know, we, we figured they would. We figured it would be a big game for them, and, you know, it was it was all we wanted it to be. Uh, they, they did a good job. They played hard, and they, they pushed us, which we needed to be at this time of year. And uh, I thought it was a good game for the city, you know, that, you know, kind of like us playing against Arkansas and things like that. And, you know, the coach, I like the coach really well, and, and you know, it's, it's a new, new something that we may need to look at. When you – schedule that game because of what the Sunbelt Conference did to us. We got lucky because we had some opening that week uh, in the midweek to where we didn't have a game on Thursday. The ladies were coming off of a difficult road trip to South Louisiana and then Monroe, winning those two games. So do you think that maybe it took them a little while to get into that one because it was Philander Smith College? Well, you know, anytime you just have one day prep and all you do is walk through and you're tired from the games that you just got through, uh, it, it takes a little while to get going sometimes. And I thought our kids, you know, uh, when, it, when it was crunch time and we knew how to get down and get it, I thought we did a good job defensively and, and getting stops when we need to. But uh, like I say, I thought Philander would play hard. They, you know, they see these kids all the time. They read the newspaper about them. So it's their chance to, to get in there and say, hey, we beat that team, you know. And so they gave it all they had. And uh, our kids played well. And I thought, like I said, I thought it ended up being a good game for both teams. And, you know, you're, you're right on the part that these two weeks, if we hadn't had those two games, we would have just been playing one game. And at this time, and you're, especially as much time as we had off in December, we don't need to be having time off right now. So I'm glad it worked out that we were able to get two games, one each week, and especially that they were home games. I would never thought we would get two home games in those two weeks. Yeah, it was nice that Philander and Champion Christian both agreed to come to Little Rock and play the Little Rock Trojans. Let's go to the game on Saturday. It was the pink game. First time I've seen the nice pink jerseys. Uh, We've seen other schools do that. Now, we've worn pink accents before, but we haven't had the full-on pink jerseys and I thought they really popped. They looked really good. I, I did too. I thought it brought added a little bit to the game. I thought our kids enjoyed it. Thought it brought a little maybe a little bit more enthusiasm for our kids. So I, uh, I you have to you know give Ray and and Cash a little bit of con- congrats on that because it's their job. I don't get them too involved in that stuff. And I, I thought it really worked out well. Sometimes you see when when you look at uh, football programs and some basketball programs when they put a jersey, a new jersey, a fresh jersey out in front of the the student athletes, the team, they just go wild. Was it kind of a, a slow reveal for the ladies, or did you even know any about it when it was going to be revealed and when they saw them for the first time? I, I really couldn't tell you. I, <laughs> like I say, I don't, I don't keep up with that stuff a whole lot. Uh, you know, like I say, I let Ray take care of that. And I, first of the year, you know, she orders uniforms and stuff like that. And 
I just say keep within the budget and do what we can do and do all you can for the kids. And like so I'm saying, she deserves a lot of credit for it, and I think the kids really enjoyed it. Well, we need to give Rayana DeGray a lot of uh, thanks on that and a lot of congratulations because I thought they really looked good. And as you said, you're just a ball coach. That's, that's what you do. A, that's all. I just show up for the clock. Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Arkansas State game, it was a nice win, 64-55. I said it on the air. They've come to the Jack Stevens Center 17 times. They've lost 17 times. They go back to Jonesboro with a loss, and it's nice to be leaving the Sunbelt Conference knowing that that school from up there in the northeast part of the state has never won at the Jack Stevens Center in Sunbelt Conference play. They like it. They like it, and I like it. I like it a lot. You know, and uh, it's kind of unbelievable to have a record like that. You know, that's – that's kind of getting up there in the UConn stuff whenever you've dominated somebody that many times. And, it's, you know, it hadn't been a dominant. It's just the overall winning that many times is a dominant. But there has been some great games. Last year's game was unbelievable. Uh, did we win in overtime last year or was it the year before? It wasn't. Uh, it was several years ago that well, we won in overtime. I thought, Maybe up there. Because our last overtime game before the ones we had this year was at Louisiana. Okay. Well, I know we had to come from behind either last year or We did have to come before. from behind. I knew it was a close game. We had to come from behind to pull it out. And, you know, they've had some great teams. You know, I mean, I can remember when, when Galt and them were playing. Uh, they may have had the best team. That's the year we ended up, you know, in the in the uh, sweet, uh, 32, the second round, almost sweet 16. And they were as good or better than we were. Uh, I think we beat them two or three in the tournament finals. And they were a heck of a ball club. That was the year that uh, Andrea Gamble had a chance to uh, win at the Jack, and she missed a three-pointer yeah, as the, as the uh, clock expired. If that shot would have dropped, I think they would have won by one. So yeah. and they, they were they down were, too. They were a great team. That was yeah. the year if our conference knew how to promote teams. That was the year we should have had two teams in, in the tournament. I would agree with you. Both of us, both of us were better than a lot of teams that were in that tournament. I mean, and like I say, we were lucky and fortunate to beat them in the finals of the of the conference tournament to get to go. But, uh, man, you talk about two teams. That, that's two of the best that the Sun Belts had. It is. Uh, you look at that game, and it was kind of a tale of two games because Trinity Jackson, their post player, going out with a shoulder injury midway through that second quarter, and then they really went small against you, and that kind of took away your inside game because they went small. Well, you know, it's hard for us to, to go – with AZ in there uh, and put her to make her have to guard a guard, you know. So it kind of changed the, the look of it a little bit. And, uh, you know, like I say, it's just something that was unfortunate that their kid got hurt. And, you know, hopefully she'll be back pretty quick. But uh, I hadn't heard really. I, I know it's shoulder, but I don't really know what it was. But anyway, it did change the way we had to approach how we were playing. And, you know, with the guards, they're probably a little more aggressive with the guards and trying to drive and stuff. And, you know, with something we'll have to look at on film and see how we can help AZ uh, be able to play. And it could give us an advantage on the other end if we can keep her in on the defensive end. Well, you shot the ball well, and you had great defense against Arkansas State in the win on Saturday. We did. I thought it was a complete defensive ball game. I thought our kids really played well together and on the defensive end and really worked hard. And I enjoyed watching them play that game. And then we get to uh, Monday night, champion Kristen. The Tigers come over from Hot Springs, and Little Rock wins at 88-36. to 36, And it was a game that was pretty much over uh, when the tip happened. And I looked out there, and I saw that they were going to send their five-foot guard to the jump circle against Ariel Johnson. But everybody else was back in a 2-3 zone for them. 
And then all of a sudden, Dario's like, no, Myra, why don't you get in there in the jump circle? Did you know that was going to happen? No, and then what, were, what were you thinking when you saw Kai Sato go out there for the jump? You know, I, I thought, it, hey, you know, it's a game that, that we've added. It's a game, you know, that we're just trying to, to get something accomplished as far as playing. And, you know, anything that can add a little fun or excitement to a game, I'm all about. And I thought, you know, my, both the assistants were hollering, no, no, no. <laughs> and I sat there and I thought, I thought, no, that's pretty cool. So I didn't say a word. I just, <laughs> let, I just let them go out there and jump. Myra won the jump. Myra, Myra that's probably the, the first time she's won the jump in a uh, game. I'm sure it's the only time she's ever, <laughs> ever been in the jump situation. Maybe you ought to try that in a game uh, later this season, just to uh, see a r- little reverse psychology against the opponent. Yeah, I think we'll stick with what we're doing. <laughs> I did notice one time that uh, you were sitting over there, you were relaxed. I mean, it was a game that, yeah, I know you're not happy with the turnovers in the game and the execution, but some of that might have been they were trying to go a little bit too fast, work on what you wanted them to work on, and we'll get into that, what you wanted them to work on in a little bit. But the fact that uh, you were able to sit over there, have your arms crossed, legs crossed, you were relaxed. One time a ball came right to you, you didn't even try to catch it. I told Chris, I said, it's been a long time since we had a blowout. I said, used to, we blew people out a lot, but it's been a while since we've had one. It's kind of nice just to sit there. Yeah. It was, a, it was a good win for the Little Rock Trojans as they jump back into Sunbelt Conference play this week. They're on a five-game winning streak, and we head up north to northeast Arkansas later this week. We're back after this. Stay with us. Strength is measured not by the number of accounts. Strength is placing value on relationships. It's having the vision and the guts to invest in growth. It's the commitment to responsibly manage your money. At Stevens, we believe that our strengths build success, not only for us, but for our clients. Stevens, member NYSE, SIPC. What does amazing sound like? At Baptist Health, we hear it every day. It sounds like a new life, a strong heartbeat, faith in action and 100 years of all our best. Thank you for allowing Baptist Health to provide you with compassionate care for the past 100 years. We look forward to serving you for many to come. Visit baptist-health.com to learn more. Step into the new when you drive a Chevy. It's time for a fresh approach and a new perspective. Meet new friends or reconnect with some old ones. See the world in a brand new light and find the Chevy that's right for you. From the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever to the versatile Equinox or the stylish Blazer, you're bound to drive home in the Chevy of your dreams. So what are you waiting for? See your Arkansas best Chevy dealer. Stepping into the unknown, it can be difficult to find the way. But with the compassion of the cross and the security of the shield, obstacles become openings. As we have for more than 65 years, Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield will continue to light the way, using our knowledge to create new healthcare solutions, giving you the power to shine forward to whatever awaits tomorrow. Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield, live fearless. 
Not only is Diamond Bear Arkansas's oldest production brewery, Diamond Bear is also the number one major award-winning brewery in the state, recognized both nationally and internationally. Diamond Bear Pale Ale has won four major awards, along with three being gold. If you want something lighter, try Diamond Bear Pale Ale. Support beer from the natural state and enjoy great award-winning products from Diamond Bear, proud sponsor of your Little Rock Trojans. Out here, we'd charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinner bait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. Welcome back to the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show. Head coach Joe Foley, the Arkansas Sports Hall of Famer, sitting down with us right now. Embassy Suites Little Rock is in the business district. And minutes from the campus of UA Little Rock, Embassy Suites is the official hotel of your Little Rock Trojans. Embassy Suites Little Rock is a great place to stay. Coach, we were talking about the game with champion Chris. My wife texted me during the game last night. She was listening to it. And I even texted her uh, probably about midway through the first quarter, and I said, if Haley Honaker doesn't play the entire fourth quarter, I'm going to riot. <laughs> um, she did. She did. But, but when she hit that, uh, when she <laughs> she hit her two, two uh, she got her two points in the game with that field goal. I mean, she was shooting it last night. But uh, my wife texted me. Amy said, uh, just call her H2, H squared for HH, Haley Honaker. Haley Honaker, that's pretty good. Pretty good. But she was, I could tell she was excited. She hit that field goal. She was backpedaling and had a smile on her face. And she's put in a lot of work for us. She's done some great things and, and been a great uh, inspiration for our team this year. And I'm, I'm happy. And, you know, thought about putting her in a little earlier, but I still I was trying because I knew we were going to be off today. So you didn't, I didn't really want to the starters to be off too much for two days so i tried to balance it out as well as we could and get get them the time that they needed and then get her some time and let her enjoy playing for a little while well you were able to get everybody into the game and that's when you play a game like that and let's say this it's tough when you're down to nine players to even practice and have five on five so this was more of a glorified scrimmage is how i described it last night yeah and and unfortunate for them, and I want the people to know that they had two starters that they lost between their last game and this game to injury, and, and they, they're really a better ball club than, than what they showed. They, if they'd had the two kids, two starters that they didn't have, it, it would have been more like a Philander Smith-type ball club, and I thought it would have been a pretty good ball game. But when I walked out there and I seen one of them wasn't there and, and then two others were standing on the sidelines that played a lot or started, I thought yeah, they're in trouble now, you know, because they'd had to have them even, to, I think, to play us a good game. But it was unfortunate that they had been hurt. When you look at the way that you divvied out the minutes last night, I mean, nobody played over 28 minutes. Rosie Potter right over 28 at 28-13. So you were able to get your your leaders some action, get them in, get them feeling good. They worked up a sweat. And then you're able to get them out and rest them. And the best thing is, Nobody got injured in yeah, that, that game last that night. That was one of my keys is get out of there and not, not get anybody hurt. And that, that's always the scary part when you know that, you know, hey, this, 
we don't know these people and somebody could step in front of us or something like that, you know, and, and get somebody hurt. So I was glad of that. And, you know, Rosie got to go in because AZ fouled out. You know, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I thought we were going to have three or four foul out the way, the way we were going. Well, I mean, when they combined for, uh, let's see, there were 38 fouls called in the game last night. It took, it a, took forever. It took a while to play. Uh, it's, uh, you I had know, to change my dinner reservation. <laughs> Well, I hated that, uh, you know, they called so many fouls. And, you know, I know they were, you know, when the score gets lopsided like that, sometimes officials try to help the other team. You know, just just human nature. And I'm not saying they cheated, but anything that they could to help them, and I don't blame them, you know, but it makes it for a long ball game. Did you uh, did you uh, treat Chris to a, a Valentine's dinner last night, or was the game it? Uh, the game was pretty well it. That's, you know, that, I thought that was exciting enough for her. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, she's, yeah. on, she's only seen about, what, 2,000 of them now? Yeah, uh, yeah. So, well, I will say this. You're, you've won 829 games in your collegiate career now. So yeah. Saturday, 830 could happen in Jonesboro at First National Bank Arena. Well, I hope that happens just because of the W. It's, the number doesn't matter, but the, the, w, uh, the, the w does. I'm going to try and get out of you. How many more W's are we going to expect? I expect several more W's. I, I, you have to pass Gary Blair before you retire. Mm-hmm. So at least you have something you can say to him on the golf course. Yeah, we We've got enough to talk about without W's. We're good enough friends. We can do, we can do a lot of things without worrying about that. And, you know, uh, this is I'm kind of like in the Tom Brady mode. Or the, is that the quarterback's name? Tom Brady. Tom Brady, yeah. I'm kind of in his mode. I'll, I'll get through with this season. We'll see where we go. Evaluate it when Eva- you're done. Hey, Eva- if you go to the NCAA tournament, win a game, or just get there, maybe it'll re-energize you a little bit. Maybe so. Yeah, I'm just tired of the COVID. COVID's. It's, I'm, it's so I'm tired awful. of the COVID and not having your team to practice and missing games and things. It just it just kind of deteriorates and it, it. I'm not that kind of coach. I don't put up that stuff very well. Well, and I'll say it too. We're tired of having a league that doesn't really value basketball. Exactly, and I mean, you know, the, we were fortunate. You know, I, I asked George for the game because we had a senior night, so George come down and was on the bench. And I said, George, have you heard anything from the conference office yet on whether they were going to give waivers or not? Because I said, I know when we were in Louisiana at Lafayette, Gary still needed the game, and he didn't know if he was going to get one. But Gary th- Broadhead, the coach of yes. Louisiana. And he said, you know, I, I think we're going to get a, a waiver if we don't. But why would you be putting your, your conference teams in a situation where you don't even know if they need to play or not? That, that should be already taken care of. Hey, you got to go play or don't worry about it. And we haven't had a word on it. None. None. Ridiculous. He's Joe Foley, the head coach of your Little Rock Trojans. They play on the road on Saturday, tip time, 1 o'clock. We'll talk about that game and dissect it when we come back to the NBC Suites in West Little Rock. At Stevens, our philosophy is to invest every dollar as if it were our own. To seize opportunity. To anticipate rather than react to deliver constant focus in an ever-changing world and to pursue the objectives of our clients in order to help them reach their financial goals. A proven history of helping companies and individuals. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC. Through the last 108 years, obviously we've seen good times and bad times. Everybody has. If you're in business long enough, you're going to have the bad times. But out of the bad times always come the good times. From generation to generation, the constant is that the Bale family is there for you. 
whether it's service needs, parts needs, buying a car, or the collision center. Our family's always there for you. Shop Vail Chevy and VailChevy.com today. Out here, we'd charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinnerbait that ironically matches your second do. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's do. Family first. <laughs> My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. Shelter Insurance. We're your shield. We're your shelter. Potbelly Sandwich Shop has the best warm, toasty sandwiches in town. The Potbelly Signature Sandwich, a wreck, features warm, toasty bread with turkey, ham, roast beef, salami, and melted Swiss. Warm up with a bowl of soup and stick around for dessert. Potbelly bakes fresh cookies every day. Feed your group with Potbelly Catering. Potbelly Sandwich Shop at University in Markham and downtown in the bottom of the Simmons Tower. Proudly supporting the Little Rock Trojans. Has your roof been damaged in the recent storms that hit central Arkansas? They may have. We won't know until we can get on your roof. Hi, this is Joel Johnson with PI Roofing, your roof leak detective. We've been servicing central Arkansas for the past 15 years. We know what hail damage looks like. If you would like one of our trained professionals to come and look at your roof for free, call our office. That number is 687-6246. Or you can also visit us online at piroofing.com. Call today, schedule today, PI Roofing, your roof leak detective. Welcome back to the Little Rock Coaches Show. I want to thank AC Delco and Bumper to Bumper, UAMS, Simmons Bank, Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, Datamax, Arkansas Best Chevy Dealer, Stevens, PI Roofing, Pepsi, Tipton and Hearst, Baptist Health, Bell Chevrolet, and Diamond Bear Brewing. I am Trey Schapp. Joe Foley joins me. And, uh, Coach, when you look at the uh, game against Arkansas State coming up on Saturday, last Saturday, uh, Arkansas State, uh, had eight assists, 12 turnovers. We had 18 turnovers, but we had 17 assists. I know you want to get that turnover number down, but you like that assist number being right there in that uh, teen range and maybe even up into the 20s if you could. Oh, yeah, and, and you know, that's that's the key is if you're getting a lot of assists and moving the ball well and getting open shots, that, that kind of tells you you're playing pretty good offense. And like you say, uh, we still have way too many careless turnovers. They're not forced turnovers. You know, maybe maybe four or five of them were, but uh, a lot of them we're just coming down and just kind of slinging and not really seeing where the defense is and just passing and getting a deflection and things like that. And if we don't tighten that up, uh, I'm afraid that might cost us here in a couple of weeks when it counts. Well, hopefully it won't, but uh, hopefully we can get it tightened up. But we talk about practice, and you have to practice to be able to do that. It's a uh, – it's a week that's kind of a crazy week by playing in Jonesboro on Saturday with the state wrestling tournament coming into the Jack Stevens Center. You're going to practice early in the day up in Jonesboro, so you're going to get up and leave pretty early from Little Rock and get up there. Tell us a little bit about how this re- the end of the week is going to go. Well, you know, it's 
I'm not one that likes to go in late uh, the day before a game and practice late in the evening. I mean, you you got less time anyway to, to get your kids rested. So, you know, if we're going to practice on Friday, I like to get it done as early as possible. And so, you know, that's the reason we're going to get up early and go up there. And, you know, we can't practice here on Thursday. Uh, we've got to go to another gym, so we might as well go on up and up there early and practice on their gym because that's where we're going to play anyway. So, you know, normally I don't even care for you anymore if we go to another gym and practice. I'd rather just keep my regular routine and practice here and then go, and that's what we'll do the next week against, the, you know, Arlington. But uh, this week, because we don't have a gym, we'll go on up there and practice. Well, Arkansas State, and we don't know, obviously, about Trinity Jackson and her status for the game, but how does your game plan change if she is in the game, if she isn't in the game, but don't give too much away to where they would hear it? Well, I mean, everybody knows that, you know, that she's a stable force inside, and, you know, you've got to give help in there if she catches the ball, so that's something that you have to make sure you're aware of, and I, I thought we did a pretty good job, that, you know, when we were playing the last time, and, you know, if it's more guards, then you're going to have to, you know, change your, what you look at a little bit more, what they do, and, you know, I still hadn't watched the last quarter when they had a bunch of guards in there, so we'll we'll look at that and before tomorrow's practice, and we'll be ready for both ways, and, you know, it's, it's just kind of like if a kid's in the game, and, you know, she's a starter, and then they substitute in, it's not a whole lot different than that, it's just more time for somebody else, so, you know, I, I uh, you know, things we got to do is just make sure, like I say, cut down on those turnovers, maybe attack, I think, what we did a little bit better than the last time. Uh, defensively, I thought we did a good job, and we'll see if we can kind of do the same thing. But you know they're going to make adjustments. You know, any team that loses is going to make adjustments, and you kind of got to guess what they're going to do. And, you know, and you know they missed some open shots. You know, that's, oh, they did. That, that's the key is people don't realize that we didn't play that perfect. You know, you got to have some luck along with it. And. You know, anytime you play, and they, you know, we talked, we said before the game that they relied on a three-point shot, and if they're missing them, we're, they're probably going to score in the 50s, and if they're hitting them, they're probably going to score in the 70s. So, they were missing a lot of them. So we were fortunate that uh, the game was in the 50s, and we were able to hold them there, and it gave us the opportunity to win. But on their home court, you know, they're going to shoot the ball better than what they did here. Hopefully we can shoot the ball well up at uh, Jonesboro at the First National Bank Arena. Looking at the Sunbelt standings, Troy's on top of the standings, 9-2. and two. They are in first place. Little Rock has beaten Troy this year. UT Arlington right behind them at 9-3. and three. They lost to Louisiana on Saturday. Texas. That, that, yep. was, at, that was at Arlington. That too. was at Arlington. That, that kind of surprised me. I thought that they might get the Louisiana there. And so that, that was a little bit of an upset, I thought, right there. I agree with you. Texas State is, uh, well, Texas State, App State, and Little Rock are tied based on percentage. Texas State is 8-4. and four. App State and Little Rock are both 6-3. and three. And right now, uh, App State and Texas State hold the tiebreaker over Little Rock, so we would be the five seed if the Sunbelt Conference tournament started tomorrow. Georgia Southern is right behind us at six. Then it's Louisiana, Arkansas State, Coastal Carolina, South Alabama, Georgia State, and ULM rounding out the standings. The, uh, the One of the keys here, though, is Texas State, Troy, and Little Rock are all on a five-game winning streak. Well, and you said if they were, if this is the standings today. There's a lot of basketball in these next two weeks. Well, there are, there mean, are three games we have to play, and some big, teams have to play four. There's there's a lot of big games that's fixing to take place. So, you know, I, I'm thinking that uh, 
some of those teams even play each other. And yes, so, they do. So there's going to be some changes made. And, you know, we, we're we on the road for all three of ours, so that's a tough situation. So, you know, it's going to change a lot in the next two weeks. Well, one of them takes place on Saturday, not just us on the road, but Texas State is at App State. And well, those are two teams right there that are tied mathematically. Exactly. So somebody's going to lose one. and. You know, like I say, it's it's going to change. We play in Texas State and Arlington, so that's going to make some changes. So, you know, who knows where people are going to end up at the end of it. Somebody knows. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hopefully the Trojans are in a top four seed and you get a bye and you don't have to play till Friday at the Sunbelt Conference Tournament in Pensacola, Florida. And we've talked about – the travel plans for that this time next week. Everybody's going to be packing. I mean, how many suitcases can we take? Well, I mean, we're going on the bus, so I, I would think, you know, you could take two if you wanted to at least, you know. And I know you got all your equipment, and we got golf clubs and things like that. So, you know. <laughs> Swimsuits. The, the good thing about it is we're not having to put them on airplanes, so that saves us a lot of a lot of change, you know, not having to worry about how much we're paying for and how many bags you can have and all that. So, But going on the bus and then, you know, Bill taking care of us, and, and you know, so that changes how much we have to worry about it. So we can do about whatever we want to now. It's kind of crazy, uh, the travel schedule that, uh, you know, you and Coach Cash have kind of worked out uh, for this trip, uh, the fact that we are going to leave from uh, Texas and head to Pensacola. I mean, with Bill – it's such a long drive from San Marcos to Pensacola that he's got to break it up into two days. So the bus is going to drop us off Friday um, in in San Marcos, and then we're going to get some rental vans, and we're going to be in vans on Saturday and Sunday or after the day after Friday or Friday afternoon, I guess. And Bill's going to head on down with all the extra luggage, I guess you could say, our golf clubs. Let's just hope they make it in one piece. Um, and then we'll fly from Austin let's just hope to Pensacola. We don't, let's just hope we don't even get to use them. That'd be the key. Hey, if we don't get to use them, that's uh, fine with me because uh, that means that uh, we're playing on Monday a week, uh, two, three weeks from yesterday for a conference championship. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I would That would be a, a great thing, and, you know, I would love to do that again. It's always fun. You always get on a high this time of year, and, you know, it, there's so many highs and lows right now and playing in, you know, six NCAAs. You know, you get way up here, and then all of a sudden the bottom just falls out. It just falls out. (laughs) Well, hopefully we can get way up there before the bottom falls out because it has fallen out sometimes. And, I mean, I was talking to a friend today at lunch, and uh, we were talking about that run that uh, the first year I was doing the radio and the trip out to uh, Arizona. And, in fact, this weekend was the WM Phoenix Open and that Scottsdale golf course. And I know some people haven't heard this story before, so I'm going to say it. I told you before we left, I asked you if I could take my golf clubs. You said, yeah, you can take your golf clubs. I mean, Arizona's got a lot of golf courses. And I told you, I said, I'm not going to make a tee time until we beat Texas A&M. So that game with Texas A&M is over, and you come out after you've done your media obligations and everything to watch Arizona State play their game uh, to scout, and you sat down, and I turned my computer to you, and I showed you my tea time for the yeah. next day. I had it done before I was done with the postgame show. And it was at Scottsdale, TPC Scottsdale, where they had the tournament. Yeah, that's pretty neat. And, you know, what, you know, going into those situations, you know, when you win your conference championship and the fans, everybody's so excited. You're waiting on the announcement, you know, who, where you're going. The excitement each day just, I mean, your adrenaline just gets pumping and pumping and pumping. And you just get so excited and, 
then when you actually win a game and you think, good grief, you know, we're going to go farther and you just get more and more. And so when you get on that high, it's, I guess, I know I've never done cocaine, but I guess it's not cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you just get pumped up. The adrenaline's going. You're having such excitement with your team. Everybody's enthused and everybody's pumped. And, and that's what I'm saying. And everybody but one is going to hit that high, and then you're going to hit that low. Right. And, boy, it takes you that night when that low sets in. It's just like good grief. Well, and it really stung that year out there in Arizona because we had Arizona State beat. Exactly. Exactly. And being the Sweet 16, that would have been something, you know. And But, you know, like I say, it's – and then after about three or four days, you get to looking back and say, man, look look what they did, you know, and how how much fun that was. So, you know, I still have that in me. And as far as, you know, like I say, being so many times, it it would be nice to try to do that again and just try to get that high again and see what happens. I think it won't be long before that team, that 2014-15 team, goes into the Little Rock uh, Athletics Hall of Fame because they, I think they deserve it. They they should already be there. I mean, there's that team was unbelievable and had an unbelievable year and finished it the right way and, you know, had great kids on that team. I remember Cobbins, you know, we go out there and she turns her ankle right off the 15 bat minutes into practice. Into practice and, you know, she just grits it out. She just tapes it up, got tears in her eyes, and says, don't worry, Coach, I'll, I'll, I'll do and, it. And, and you couldn't t- you couldn't tell. No, uh, no. And, and credit Big Mike, too, who's oh, now at yeah. Texas Tech. Chris yeah. Beard took him to Texas Tech. But yeah, Big Mike, Mike, the trainer. Mike sat up with her all night, doing treatment on her all night. And, uh, I mean, it was just awesome what – what was going on, you know, and it's just memories like that that kind of make it make it so special. And then, of course, uh, the Tallahassee trip, the trip to uh, Oregon. Uh, I well, think Oklahoma, uh, you know. Well, we, Oklahoma, when you beat uh, Georgia Tech Georgia over there, Tech yeah, and all the snow and everything. Played Oklahoma, in and they ended up being a Final Four team and played well against them. And I mean, it was just there's just been some great things happen. And you know, Chaz's team when we got beat by uh, Green Bay and Green Wichita. Bay, you know, we. That was one I felt like the referees kind of took away from us on that one. There's been very few I felt like that, you know. We, that one in the Arizona State game. Arizona State was at the end, but the Green Bay game was – it was tough the whole game. Yeah. I mean, they may – and if we'd had the uh, arc back then because they took so many charges underneath the rim, I'll never forget that. And, and we got such foul trouble. If they'd had that, they would have been the ones fouling out. And, and they had a good ball club. And uh, the NCAA put two mid-majors together that was better than – I said, whoever wins that game is going to win the next game. And sure enough, And they did. What, and they did. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like the NCAA doesn't want the mid-majors to have any success in the tournament. No, they don't. They don't. Tell I me, mean, it's hard It's hard to get in and it's hard to stay in. And it's kind of crazy the way the Sun Belt's doing the tournament this year because you end on a Monday, but then you wait a week before the selection Monday. So we, if you win, it's not like back in the 14-15 season where you come home – and then the next day you're having a celebration to find out where you're going. You're going to wait a week before you even find out where you're going. Hey, you know what? I just seen wait, wait around with all the fans and have let that excitement build more. He's <laughs> Coach Joe Foley. Big game up at Arkansas State this weekend. And, uh, Coach, we'll see you in Jonesboro. We'll be back. Daryl Walker is going to join us. Man, they had a great weekend, a tough loss at South Alabama, but a big win at Troy. We'll talk about it when we come back. The future is not about a bond reaching maturity. The future is what my grandfather worked for. It's what my father carried on. It's my responsibility today. The future is my son's tomorrow. 
At the Stevens Private Client Group, we believe that our strength builds success, not only for us, but for our clients. Stevens, member NYSE, SIPC. What does amazing sound like? At Baptist Health, we hear it every day. It sounds like a new life, a strong heartbeat, faith in action, and 100 years of all our best. Thank you for allowing Baptist Health to provide you with compassionate care for the past 100 years. We look forward to serving you for many to come. Visit baptist-health.com hey, to Bob, learn more. Thanks for inviting me to your ultimate tailgate. I thought we were going to watch the game. No, I said come check out the ultimate tailgate in my Chevy Silverado. It's the available multiflex tailgate. Bob, this isn't a tailgate. Sure it is. It flexes into six different configurations to help you work harder. So you didn't invite me to an ultimate pregame tailgate then? Would you have come if I said otherwise? Probably not. The Chevy Silverado with available multiflex tailgate. The strongest, most advanced Silverado ever. See your Arkansas best Chevy dealer. Stepping into the unknown, it can be difficult to find the way. But with the compassion of the cross and the security of the shield, obstacles become openings. As we have for more than 65 years, Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield will continue to light the way. Using our knowledge to create new healthcare solutions, giving you the power to shine forward to whatever awaits tomorrow. Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Live fearless. Not only is Diamond Bear Arkansas's oldest production brewery, Diamond Bear is also the number one major award-winning brewery in the state. Recognized both nationally and internationally, Diamond Bear Pale Ale has won four major awards, along with three being gold. If you want something lighter, try Diamond Bear Pale Ale. Support beer from the natural state and enjoy great award-winning products from Diamond Bear, proud sponsor of your Little Rock Trojans. Has your roof been damaged in the recent storms that hit central Arkansas? They may have. We won't know until we can get on your roof. Hi, this is Joel Johnson with PI Roofing, your roof leak detective. We've been servicing central Arkansas for the past 15 years. We know what hail damage looks like. If you would like one of our trained professionals to come and look at your roof for free, call our office. That number is 687-6246. Or you can also visit us online at piroofing.com. Call today, schedule today, PI Roofing, your roof leak detective. Welcome back to Embassy Suites in West Little Rock, the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show. Embassy Suites Little Rock is in the business district and minutes from the campus of UA Little Rock. Embassy Suites is the official hotel of your Little Rock Trojans. Embassy Suites Little Rock, a great place to stay. A lot of people staying here tonight and glad to be joined by Daryl Walker, the head men's basketball coach of your Little Rock Trojans. And coach, I know it... uh, the road trip didn't get off to a good start, but it sure ended on a good start this past weekend. I know, you know, going on the road is always tough, especially when you're shorthanded. And I knew that Richard Riley had a great team down there in South Alabama. He got like four or five five-star guys from Power Five schools, and they're playing well right now. They had lost three or four before we got there, and I knew uh, he was going to have them ready. And you know, we were shorthanded, and they jumped on us and didn't get off of us. I was, yeah, I was watching that one uh, uh, Thursday night, and I looked out there and I thought, wow. I said, they are big. No, they're, they're, they're big. And more than that, you, you weren't at the game. They're physical. Yeah. Uh, they're a really physical basketball team. Uh, they killed us on the glass. We didn't shoot the ball very well. And all the games that I scout, they never shot the ball that well 
like they did against us that night, and they deserved to win. That's why we were down 27 points. And when you shoot that the ball that well at home, uh, you played. Yes. Does it feel like that the basket just expands a little bit, like you're throwing the ball and, and maybe in the ocean where you can't miss sometimes? Well, what happens when you get a big lead, it's easier to jump up and take a shot. Nobody's going to say that. You're up by 15, <laughs> you're up by 16. So uh, Coach Bacon always talking, you know, they get a big lead, they're in a groove now, and everybody on the team's in a groove, and that's what happened. How do you try to stop that when a team starts going and getting all the momentum like that? Is there a way that you call a timeout, or what can you, what can you try uh, a lot, to do? A lot of coaches like to call timeouts, and I watch a lot of college basketball, and I see teams going a 12-0 run. The coach calls a timeout, they go back out. Other team goes on, the team goes on a 6-0 run. So it's everybody's different about that. I just knew that they were they were they were better they were better that day. They they were uh, physically had all their guys there. Uh, they were athletic. They had some very skilled basketball players, and they were the better team to be honest about it. So then, what did you tell your team? Because obviously they're Get ready for the next game, right? I mean, they they, <laughs> they, they had to have been dejected after. Yeah, because we had been playing well. We had been playing well, and I knew this was going to be a, a tough road trip against those two teams from Alabama. And uh, they were just a superior team, and then they played at a high level, and they shot the ball well, and they, they probably out-rebounded us about 15 or 16. So that's always a problem for us, night in and night out. Not just those who get ready for the next game. We didn't practice. We didn't have a shoot-around. We, uh, we watched some film and had a talk with my team. We came out and got after it the second game. Got after it in the second game, 66-62 over Troy. It's always nice to beat Troy, and the real Trojans won. And uh, <laughs> uh, Coach Foley and I have talked about it. Rand and I have talked about it. Tuck and I have talked about it. We hate going to Troy, Alabama. There's nothing good to do in that town, and but it's always nice to go down there and get a win. It's always nice to get a win. One thing about going to Troy, they have a unbelievable facility. Yeah, it's a lot newer than the Jack Stevens Center. It's it's right on top of your head, and they had a very very good crowd in there for that game Saturday afternoon. They were celebrating a game that they played in 1992, where yeah, they I know scored about that 258 <laughs> points. Other team got 100 and. 50-something. Right. So uh, I don't know if either team was playing any defense. I don't think they were. I don't think that would, that record would ever be broken. No. It's just not going to happen. But with that celebration going on and you guys being able to go in there and knock them off, I mean, that's pretty significant. Uh, we, well, I just knew that we had been playing well. I had told you that. We, we, we went in had a good game plan. I said, guys, if we rebound the basketball and we make some shots, we shot, what, 46% from the field. We rebound the ball pretty good, didn't turn it over too much. And when we make shots, we're pretty good defensively. Uh we mix, mixed up our defense a little bit. I, I played a little zone that bothered them a little mm-hmm. bit. And we made shots, and we made some timely shots uh, when we needed them. Isaiah hit a big three with the shot clock going yes. down. Uh, Myron made some plays, Jordan Jefferson, DJ Smith. The, everybody contributed. And then Yovan, who's been up and down, came off the bench and had 18 and led us in rebounding with eight, eight, uh, eight, eight rebounds. So that, that was big. Big, uh, yeah, you get 18 from Yovan Stulich. You get uh, 15 from DJ and 13 from Myron Gardner. As you said, 22 of 47 from the floor, right at 46.8, so we'll call it 47%. 10 of 23 from behind the three-point line. That is really shooting the ball well. well, well, As small as we are, if we can rebound and stay within 10 and we can shoot 47% and shoot a good percentage from the three-point line, don't have to make 10, but as long as it's a good percentage, we're going to be in games. And you did stay within 10 on the rebounding side, 37-28. I keep telling you, if we can stay within 10, we'll have a chance. That's right. And got to make some shots, though. Right. Got to have some shots. Got to make some shots now. And you talk about the turnovers and the assists. It was 11 turnovers, 10 assists, so you're right there neck and neck. And then, But you forced 13 by Troy. Yeah, our turnovers have been going down since we went to the motion offense. Our turnovers have been going down. Uh, we've been moving the ball from side to side. And, and, and believe it or not, our, this little team I'm coaching has seen a lot of zone because people are having a tough time with the motion. 
And when you can go inside out, which we don't really have the we luxury have that to anymore. do that right now. <laughs> but when you're able to do that, explain to the listener and those here in attendance how that can kind of def- uh, break up a zone when you're able to shoot it from the well, outside. Because when you can you can throw it over the top of the zone, then you have Nicola ducking in. That sucks in the defense. And now you can look opposite, and guys going to have wide open shots on the opposite side. So it, it basically makes the, makes the zone collapse when the ball gets in the middle. And I always tell my guys to try to attack the gaps, make two guard one. You're back on the road this week. Yep. You're going to the state of Texas. It's a uh, tough swing down to UT Arlington first. On uh, it's the last swing. It's the last swing, <laughs> uh, and then you get to finish out at home, which uh, I know you're happy about. Uh, UT Arlington, a team that uh, you played in the Jack, and it was a historic game as well. I mean, a three overtime. Three overtimes, and, uh, and 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 TJ comes in and basically wins the basketball game for us. So uh, they're a good team. They're going to be. They're going to forget about what they what we did that three overtime game. So they'll be ready for us. But I feel comfortable about going down there once again if we can stay within 10, 11 in the rebound range and make some shots. We'll be right in the basketball game. Defensively, we've been good. We've had those spurts. We six, seven minutes without scoring. You can't do that. We're not good enough to do that. Right. You had the uh, game against UT Arlington where you had four players foul out. You were down to your last five. And, I mean, we've all seen the stories and, and read the stories. But uh, it, can you walk us through that again, what it was like and what you were telling Coach Baker and uh, pressing on the sidelines? I, I wasn't telling him anything. Was just, was, TJ better get ready. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it was in triple overtime. time. You, you, you got to expect some people going to foul out sometime. And we were already shorthanded and. And T.J. was ready to go, and he came in and gave us an unbelievable lift uh, with a three out the corner and then a put back in for a layup, quick five points, man. That really energized us. And then you got to go to San Marcos, and that is a, a straight-hand coliseum is a very difficult place to play, well, it Texas just seems State, like. Texas State is, is tough to play. We, we lost 69 to 59, and I felt good about that loss because I said we didn't shoot the ball well and we had a chance to win. We lost by 10, whatever it was, to this basketball team. So uh, I'm looking forward to both of these games. How do you handle this week coming up uh, with your travel schedule and practice schedule, and then to get back to the rock for the final two here in the Jack? Uh, we had a we we were off Sunday. We did just a lot of shooting Monday. I was on the road recruiting, so my staff handled everything. Then today we went very hard. Did a lot of conditioning. Uh, tomorrow we won't do anything. We'll get on the bus at ten fifteen and head down to uh, Texas have a shoot-around Thursday and be ready to go Thursday. You have to keep Tuck away from a place in San Marcos. Uh, uh, serve, some Mexican serve, place. food or margarita. Which one is both, he going for? Both. He's going for both. Yeah, they serve both down there. My wife uh, hooked him up with that place, and I'm telling you, Coach, it's good. No, no, I'm going to stay away from the marquee. Mar, uh, well, I agree. With uh, Mr. Ray Tuck. No, let, let Tuck go do all that stuff. I mean, he'll be all right, but uh, – he loves Mexican food. Well, well, that's going to be his last chance to get it, so he, be- <laughs> he, he better go. Yeah. We're, we're not coming back. No, no. Well, you know, I don't not know in many- a bad way, we're not coming back. No, but I don't, there aren't many places in the Ohio Valley that I want to go get Mexican no, food. No, no. That's going to be an adventure. I've looked at some of those places we've got to go to, Charleston, right. Illinois. I don't even know where Moorhead State is. I'll find <laughs> it out later. Uh, Austin P won't be there, so we'll have to take nope. that ride. Uh, Nashville will be nice with Tennessee, Tennessee State. State, yep. Uh, SIU Edwardsville is right outside of St. Louis. Uh, Southern Indiana is in Evansville, uh, Indiana. Around Louisville. Yeah, and then uh, it's another school coming Eastern in. Eastern Kentucky? Some school, oh, some school I, don't right think, I don't know if Eastern Kentucky is in our I thought program. there was a school in, in Eastern Kentucky. Then you got, Tennessee, you got Tennessee Tech. Maybe that's where Moorhead State is. Yeah, that's, where that's, that's where Moorhead State is. Then thinking. you got Tennessee Tech. So yeah. it's going to be some interesting bus rides. I bet. Uh, do you have to recruit differently for leaving the Sun Belt and going to the Ohio no, Valley? No. it's uh, One thing Tim Floyd has told Charles Baker, and I, 
great coach, Tim Floyd, that uh, played for Don Haskins and coached for Don Haskins. There's always good players out there somewhere, and that's that's been true. Coach Baker, we found some really good players that we say, what is these guys doing out here unsigned? So, no, it's, it's a lot of kids that want to play basketball, so we're going to recruit just like we're at a higher level. And OVC, if you take the top four OVC teams against the top Sunbelt teams, it would be about even. You look at the OVC right now, and Murray State, they're not going to be in it next year. Neither but they, is Belmont. And neither is Belmont. But if Belmont and Murray State were still in it, and Austin P and those top four teams yes. is right in line with the Sun Belt. Yeah, and it would be a very strong league. Murray State hadn't lost a league game yet, I no, don't they're, think. They're, they're a very good team. And, and OVC is a basketball league. The Sun Belt Conference, you know, they fancy themselves as a, as, a, as, a, as a football conference, but it's always going to be a basketball conference. I, I still cannot understand, and Coach Foley and I have talked about this a lot, why the Sun Belt does not promote its basketball any more than what it does. Well, they, I don't know. It's, it's a, they want it to be a football league, and uh, since I've been at the University of Arkansas, the Sun Belt Conference has always been and always will be a basketball league and a really, really good basketball league. So that's over our heads. It's over our heads. And Little Rock, believe it or not, um, next week I will have the stat for everybody, and I'll have it for you. Mm-hmm. The number of championships that Little Rock has won, both men and women combined, pale in comparison to the other teams in the league. Wow. And it is astronomical, the number that I will bring to the show next Monday night. It will blow your mind what the Sun Belt is losing when it comes to championships. That was That's their call. I agree with you, Coach. He's Darrell Walker. I'm Trey Schaap. We're back after this. Stay with us. Strength is measured not by the number of accounts. Strength is placing value on relationships. It's having the vision and the guts to invest in growth. It's the commitment to responsibly manage your money. At Stevens, we believe that our strengths build success, not only for us, but for our clients. Stevens, member NYSE, SIPC. Through the last 108 years, obviously we've seen good times and bad times. Everybody has. If you're in business long enough, you're going to have the bad times. But out of the bad times always come the good times. From generation to generation, the constant is that the Bale family's there for you. Whether it's service needs, parts needs, buying a car, or the collision center, our family's always there for you. Shop Bale Chevy and BaleChevy.com today. What does amazing sound like? At Baptist Health, we hear it every day. It sounds like a new life, a strong heartbeat, faith in action, and 100 years of all our best. Thank you for allowing Baptist Health to provide you with compassionate care for the past 100 years. We look forward to serving you for many to come. Visit baptist-health.com to learn Some more. Some of my fondest childhood memories are from volunteering with my grandmother. Helping others was her passion. She'd always say, the sweetest fruits of life come from serving others. And she was right. At Shelter Insurance, we strive to make a positive impact in the communities where we work and live. For your auto, home, and life, find an agent at shelterinsurance.com. We're your shield. We're your shelter. 
Potbelly Sandwich Shop has the best warm, toasty sandwiches in town. The Potbelly Signature Sandwich, a wreck, features warm, toasty bread with turkey, ham, roast beef, salami, and melted Swiss. Warm up with a bowl of soup and stick around for dessert. Potbelly bakes fresh cookies every day. Feed your group with Potbelly Catering. Potbelly Sandwich Shop at University in Markham and downtown in the bottom of the Simmons Tower. Proudly supporting the Little Rock Trojans. Out here, we'd charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinnerbait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. Welcome back to Embassy Suites in West Little Rock, the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show. Joined by Daryl Walker, I am Trey Schaff. I want to thank AC Delco and Bumper to Bumper, UAMS, Simmons Bank, Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, Datamax, Arkansas Best Chevy Dealer, Stevens Inc., PI Roofing, Pepsi, Tipton & Hurst, Baptist Health, Bell Chevrolet, and Diamond Bear Brewing. And the uh, Little Rock Trojans hitting the road this week for the great state of Texas. They take on Appalachian State. Uh, on Thursday, or Appalachian State, Arlington, UT Arlington, Arlington yeah. on Thursday. I don't want then, that trip again. No, you don't want that <laughs> one. You don't want to go up to Boone and elevation, no. No. especially with uh, the weather that's no. supposed to come through there, I think, the next couple of days. I don't want no parts of that. We've, uh, we've done that. We've had that already. Yeah. Yeah, you get to go to Arlington. You get to see Jerry World and uh, the new uh, yeah, baseball do. facility over there. We don't that they too, have uh, our hotel is not too far from Jerry's World. Where are y'all staying? I don't know. Somewhere in Arlington, Sheraton, <laughs> close to the arena. Yeah. Yeah, close to uh, – what do they call it? College Park Center is what they call it there in, it's beautiful uh, in Arlington. There. It is a nice arena. It's nice over there. Um, and then Texas State on Saturday. Real quick, Coach, the uh, conference standings. Uh, Texas State on top, 8-3. and three. App State, Troy, South Alabama, Arkansas State, Georgia State, UTA, Coastal, Louisiana, ULM, Georgia Southern, and Little Rock. And uh, there's still a lot of jockeying left I, to be I done mean, with I these mean, four games left. Texas State ahead, one or two. They are eight and three, so they have a 72% winnings percentage right now, and 10 and four App State. So App State's played 14 games. Okay. Texas State's only played 11. Okay. All right. Well, Texas State's back up there, so it's going to be interesting. It will be interesting, and they play Arkansas State on Thursday, and then Little Rock on Saturday. And, Coach, we were talking earlier. Uh, what are you looking for when you go out recruiting with uh, the guys you have right now? What are you trying to find? What pieces to the puzzle would you like to have for next year? Uh, it, it's no secret. I, we need more guys that can go off the dribble and do more things than just be a spot-up shooter. Uh, the game has changed. We've got to have some guys. Well, if we were healthy, all the spot-up shooters would be fine because we got, we'd be bigger. We have Nicola. We have DA. We have Ethan out there. Then you need some guys, guys that can space the court. But we also need some guys that can put the ball on the floor and go get their own shot. Right now we have to manufacture everything t- to get our guys a good look, and that's hard to do and it's hard to be consistent with that. So when a play breaks down, it has something to do with coaching. you got to have a guy that say, oh, man, it's five seconds on the clock. I can go get a good shot or I can go make a play. And that's what my staff and I have been really concentrating on. Do you look- and we want, some more, we want some more length out there. Right. Are you looking towards the high school ranks, the junior college ranks, or even into the portal? It's just, just a mixture. Right now we, we're on top of some really good uh, junior college players that we think we have a chance to really get. Uh, we've looked at some high school players. Uh, the portal is something that 
you, you got to be kind of leery of that because sometimes you're getting somebody else's problem. So it's nothing against it because I think Musselman has done a great job. Uh, I, I think uh, uh, Texas Tech has done a great job of doing it. Uh, I think Chris Beard is struggling a little bit with the with the portal guys that he got this year is not flowing like they thought it was going to flow. So you got to be careful. And I just think we need some guys to come in with some experience this year. How is the Little Rock brand when you take it out on the road and you've got on one tonight the uh, the top there with the Jumpman logo? I don't know if they look at the Jumpman logo or looking at the Little Rock. I, I don't okay. know. I haven't figured that out yet. Yeah, you haven't. Okay. <laughs> but everybody knows the Jumpman logo that knows basketball. Yeah, they do. How, how, how has that helped in recruiting if it has? Oh, it, it does at, at, at times because a lot of kids want to know what type of gear do you guys have, what type of shoes do you And it's just amazing. It just – isn't it crazy it's, it's now? Crazy. I mean, you didn't, I didn't think care. about that when Eddie about, Sutton was recruiting whatever, you. Whatever Nike shoes Coach Sutton gave us, that was it. And I didn't want you got know, one pair, didn't you? They want to know, no, we got more than one okay. pair. But they want to know, you know, what shoes you wear, how much gear you get. It's just it's unbelievable. So being able to present them with a bunch of Jordan-bearing gear and a bunch of Jordan-bearing shoes and on our jersey, it's, it helps. Going to the Ohio Valley, Man, might have might have to stock up on some uh, parkas it helps. for next it, year it in helps. the winter. Well, it's going to be cold every trip we take. <laughs> You know, Charleston, Illinois, uh, anywhere in Kentucky, you think about it, it's going to be cold. It is going to be cold. Uh, Charles Baker, uh, one of your assistants, uh, he's a guy that uh, coached here in central Arkansas for so long over at Shorter College, knows basketball inside and out, and he's a guy that you really rely on a lot. Yeah, well, when I took this job, I wanted somebody that's done it at a high level for a long time. Uh, He's been here at uh, Southwest Christian, Shorter College. Kansas State, University of Colorado. So he's been a lot of big places uh, at the highest level. So you want somebody in there that's done it for a long time. He's done it for close to 30 years. He seems like a guy that is quiet. Is he really that quiet? No, he, he's, he, no, he talks and we laugh and joke because, you know, we, we're, we're not too far apart in age. So we laugh and joke and we spend a lot a lot of time together on the road while he's driving and I'm sitting. <laughs> and uh, and oh, we, so- we both like to listen to the blues and, we, you know, we both talk historically about basketball and all of that stuff. So we hit it off good. Yeah. And we kind of got the same personalities. I was going to say, it seems to me like you, you both have that kind of laid back, but uh, when it's time to put the throw the ball up, it's intense. You know, Coach, Coach Baker's done it a long time, and we're lucky to have him here. Yeah, he's a great, great assistant coach for on your staff. And when you look at this stretch run you're about to embark on, um, if you can find a way to get a win against Arlington in their home gymnasium and then head it down to San Marcos and play the top team in the Sun Belt. Who knows what's going to happen? You played them close here at we home. Played you them, could play played, them close we there. Them, played them very close. Uh, I don't even know if Nicola played in that game or not. I don't think he did. It was 69-59. And they pounded us on the glass, I do believe. So uh, I'll say it to you again. If we can stay within 10 or 11 and we can shoot anywhere from 46 to 47%, we will be in every basketball game. I can tell you that Nicola did not play yeah. in that game. And uh, well, how many did they out rebound us by? Uh, you got out rebounded uh, forty-two to twenty. Okay, well there it is. What did we shoot from the field? You shot from the field seventeen of forty-seven. That's thirty-six point two percent. Game over with. No, I'm being funny. Right. As a coach, I've been doing this all my life. Basketball's given me everything that I have in life, and I just can look at a team and look at it and, and go, okay, if we can stay within ten, like I said, shoot forty-five, forty-six percent. Just imagine we shot forty-five percent. Right. And only got out reading about by 10 and 11. It could have been a different story. And you only had 10 turnovers in the game, 12 right. assists. You got out rebounded. They had 30 defensive rebounds. Yeah, they're, they're, they're bigger than us. They they're are. a lot more physical than us. I mean, when I sometimes when I sit on the court before the game and I look at my team, I go, wow, 
we are small, man. You know, our guards yeah. are nice size, but we're, we're, we're small. Right. we got all perimeter guys out there, and they got some bigs. But you're being able to build for the future because some of the guys you're playing, they're getting a lot of experience. Those two point guards, uh, I'm excited about those two guys coming back next year. Uh, Myron is, is, has a chance to get some get some minutes, some significant minutes, and uh, he's very talented, but he just doesn't know how to play right now. So, and I've talked to George Lee about this. We're gonna we're gonna play guys some minutes because they they have to play minutes because everybody's hurt. But hopefully that'll carry over the next season. They'll be they'll be ready to go. We were talking during the break, and, and well, we'll have to save it for next week because there's the music. We were gonna talk about the McDonald's All Americans that you had. <laughs> well, I hope they show up this week in Texas. I hope they do too. That's Daryl Walker, the head coach of your Trojans. They take on the Arlington. Mavericks on Thursday night. That game will tip off at 7 o'clock. Listen to it right here on 106.7 Buzz 2 with Ray Tucker. That'll do it for us. We'll be back next Monday night, February the 21st, right here at the Embassy Suites. Thanks for listening to the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show presented by Embassy Suites. This broadcast was also brought to you by AC Delco Bumper to Bumper.